Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Monday morning. Hope everybody had a good weekend and uh, able to rest up and play and do all the fun things you wanted to do. And now it's back to the old grind. And uh, I know that Mondays as a rule, nobody's excited about and uh, dread the thoughts of getting up and getting going. And, uh, you know, it's it just it is what it is. You just want to have to just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and just uh, keep on keeping on. It's all that you can do. But, uh, hey, just praise God he gave you another day to live. Praise God for your health. Praise God he's given you a job to go to so you can focus on the negative or you can focus on the positive. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather focus on the positive. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, we can get a little weary sometimes and things can get, uh, uh, get us down and it's hard to get motivated, but uh, we just want to have to... Uh, just uh, get past that and focus on what the Lord would want us to do today. And uh, so just pray about that and see where the Lord may lead you. But uh, I know our world, our nation is in chaos right now. And um, yeah, this down in Atlanta with this uh, unfortunate shooting uh, uh, of someone else uh, by a police officer. And of course, the Media is running wild with it, and uh, it just uh, they burnt that Wendy's down. <laughs> I do not. I will never understand the burning down of your 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 town and businesses. I just uh, I don't know what Wendy's done to them. I really don't get it. But uh, you know, it just amazes me how they're trying to make this a race issue. Uh, you know, if the cops went out looking for somebody, they went out there for a hamburger. They went out to give anybody a hard time. They were called by Wendy's because a man was drunk and the drive-through wouldn't wouldn't move. And uh, yes, it was tragic. This man lost his life, but he resisted arrest. You see the video. He resisted arrest. He stole. He took the the taser out of the cop's hand, put that weapon in his face as he's running, trying to discharge the the weapon. And you know what what. Uh, can't judge these police officers unless you are walking in their shoes. And when you're being attacked, someone's you know you're there to protect uh, others around you. You know, and a weapon is being discharged in front of you. What do you think is going to happen? This wasn't a race issue. This was a criminal issue. But I, apparently, uh, I guess the the uh, what the what's being pushed out there is uh, I guess if someone is of color. Apparently, uh, and you're a white officer, I guess maybe you're not supposed to even talk to them. Maybe that's what, I mean, I don't know. I just, it's, it's insanity. And, uh, and I'm tired of this bull about our, our Confederate flag being nothing but racism. That is furthest from the truth. Uh, and it just, uh, I was reading an article today in Ontario where this man, he's, he's really in the Civil War, put up a Confederate uh, flag and and uh, the child said, Mommy, what's that? And he said, that is nothing but racism. That flag is nothing but racism, son. And, and they're trying to get it. I'm like, come on, man. What is it? I just, I don't know. I, I'm just, like a lot of you, I'm just way up here. Good morning, Mrs. Son. And I'm just way up here, uh, just fed up. I just really am, like most of us. Tired of seeing our historical statues being torn down because they don't want to know history. They would rather live in ignorance. Those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. We need these monuments exactly where they're at so that these individuals can understand 
the, what happened in our nation's history so they can understand that, hey, you know, there was a time and place and period of our history where America might not have been as great. They were at odds. There were, there was a, we had a war. And explain to them, those uh, who may have uh, uh, real racist roots, explain to hey how that is wrong. Those who, uh, who are trying to defend land rights and do what is, uh, they were trying to defend what they thought was right, explain that. You know, uh, it amazes me the revisionist of history. Uh, you know, uh, I wrote a little op ed, if you will, uh, to put on Facebook, and I was discussing how what initiated the Civil War was the industrial North trying to take over the agrarian South. Uh, the fact that uh, the North was taxing the dog out of. Uh, the South, and, and they were getting fed up. And in fact, you know, unless you was a big plantation owner, majority of Southerners didn't even have slaves uh, because they couldn't afford it. They were they were poor, you know? And so they try to make it like every Southerner was a slave owner and every Southerner was a racist. That's not true. Uh, even Robert E. Lee, uh, he's a good Christian man, even said that, you know, he you know he, he regretted uh, the, the what is going on uh, when it regards to slavery. And, uh, but if someone had uh, messaged me and said, uh, can you, do you have any links to what you're referring to? And, uh, cause I re distinctly re uh, read this, all right. I've read, uh, I like civil war stuff. I've read it. I've studied it in school. Uh, not only did I remember distinctly to studying this, what I just said in, um, elementary school, but in college, uh, I've took two, uh, several history classes, uh, cause I, I, I wanted to be a history major there for a while. And I was shocked at the revisionist uh, and in our history and these these links that Google is providing, it blew my mind. Now I did find a couple uh, that did in fact substantiate what I was trying to say, but it amazed me at the amount of individuals. Even articles said your professor was wrong and and um, uh, and, and what you were learning in school was wrong and it blew my mind. I, c I couldn't believe it. And uh, when I say a Confederate flag, I, I hate that it was used for any uh, type of racism at all, and it, sadly it was used for evil. But uh, but I look at it as a part of our Southern pride, part of our Southern culture, and I wouldn't intentionally uh, hurt anybody by any stretch of imagination, but I'm not going to put a Confederate flag away or a statue away just because you get your feelings hurt. Uh, just like Alan West said in an article yesterday, history is not there for you to like or hate, it's for you to learn from. And that's it. You know, we uh, we need to learn from our history and not try to hide it, not put it away. If you don't like uh, our history, if you don't like, uh, you know, then you don't have to stare at it. If you're from the north and you're down here, see, when I, I order my flagpole, and I'm going to put up the American flag, the Christian flag, and the Confederate flag. Or that's supposed to be here in a few days. When I put that up, I got a bunch of little lily livered liberals that live down in the road here. And uh, I know they're going to have, their little heads are going to explode. And uh, I hope it does. So, because I'm, I'm sick of it, man. I really am. I'm just, I've had a belly full. But anyway, as a long intro, I apologize. But uh, watching the news this morning has kind of got my, my feathers ruffled, if you will. <laughs> a little, little high strung, a little aggravated this morning, as if you couldn't tell. Well, let's, anyway, let's get started and uh, let's go ahead and do our Pledge of Allegiance. Let me get everything set up here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
I forgot to tell everybody to uh, stand and uh, put your hand over your heart. And uh, I did stand. I did take my hat off and I did place that over my heart, just so you know. But uh, I meant to tell you that. You may already be aware and may have done that if you were able. But uh, just in case you uh, wasn't, and I just wanted to let you know what what I did. <laughs> but anyway, let's look at our Bibles this morning at John chapter 5 verse 35 and let me bring that verse up here so that you can read along with me john 5 35 and jesus said unto them i am the bread of life he that cometh to me shall never hunger and he that believeth on me shall never thirst as me old peppy always says bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts now you know, when we look at this verse here, uh, it says that uh, this is one of the seven I am statements uh, that we see in the Bible. Why is that significant? Because that is directly referring to his deity, uh, that Jesus Christ's deity, uh, the fact that he is God. And that's what God refer, uh, referred, him, uh, referred to himself as I am. And so we see that as one of the I am statements. And... Um, there is, uh, of course, physical bread. You know, bread is sustaining. Uh, bread, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, people, you, know you always see the old uh, uh, television uh, or the old movies, you know, of uh, jail cells where they, all they had was bread and water. But uh, bread can be sustaining even when the uh, Israelites were leaving uh, uh, Egypt uh, for that 40 days, they had the unleavened bread to, uh, to eat on. Uh, it has very it has it can have significance uh, as far as um, uh, that aspect of Passover uh, they, when they celebrate that to have that unleavened bread. Uh, so you know we can of course in today's society you mention bread and people are like oh my gosh you can't have carbs that's horrible you know so you know some people today they would freak out if you uh, try to give them a piece of bread they wouldn't like it at all. But uh, but bread uh, can. Uh, Give you some sort of nourishment, I guess, if you needed it bad enough. But uh, but Jesus Christ, being the bread of life, uh, He is the one that is sustaining. He is the one that uh, uh, helps us give that spiritual nourishment we are in desperate need of. We are in created to worship. We are created to seek after something uh, more uh, above ourselves. Okay, something beyond what we are. Uh, that sounds better. My. That is sound, that was a proper English what I just said, but uh, something beyond ourselves that's more more better that's more better. <laughs> I get dogged this morning, but uh, so people are in search of things, and uh, I've read stories and of individuals who weren't even allowed to mention the name of God in their home, uh, may, maybe due to their uh, religious affiliation, uh, maybe they grew up in an atheist home. Uh, but they always felt that there was something more. There was something else that, that needed to be uh, addressed or looked at. And once they understood and heard the things about Jesus Christ and what he come to do, that the overwhelming uh, feeling, a sensation of emotion, uh, of tears welling in their eyes because they finally found what they had been so desperately looking for and searching for. 
And, um, you know, and, as, and it is, you know, people are always in the search for something. They try to find it in the material. Sometimes, you know, having fleeting uh, moments of pleasure uh, in things that they may purchase or buy or even sexually. Uh, and, and But those things are not lasting. Now, even in pain, people uh, can uh, sometimes will search out God to try to ease that pain. But sometimes the devil will use that uh, in the in the opposite way, and they will try to numb that pain with drugs and alcohol. But it's only Jesus Christ, the life giver, who can alleviate that pain that they're dealing with. Many people grew up in horrible situations, horrible childhoods, and um, and uh, or even relationships. You know, there's a lot of domestic violence, or domestic abuse out there, and there's. A lot of pain and so they in order to numb that pain they want they turn to these other alternatives but if they only understood what Jesus Christ came here to do only understood what God come to do to help them uh, to overcome uh, and have them to persevere uh, in spite of what they were they uh, what they were dealt if you will uh, God can get them through that you know it is uh, even during and when we're talking about this here in, in this pastor scripture you know, Jesus Christ was trying to talk to the people. And this is when he was feeding the 5,000. And here the little boy had the, the loaves and the fishes, and he fed them. And he went over to the other side of the uh, Sea of Galilee, and they were trying to follow after him. But the fact of the matter is he got upset, got aggravated, because they wasn't interested in the spiritual food he was trying to give them. Uh, they were more interested in, in their own uh, physical appetites. As they, they wanted to be f fed uh, physically, and he's, he's trying to explain to them, trying to help you spiritually. That's what you need. That is the nourishment that we all need is that spiritual food. And it is important, it is imperative that we seek God out daily, that we understand the bread of life, that our sins were impugned upon Jesus Christ, that his saving work, his atoning work on the cross, is all what we've been discussing and looking at in Hebrews, is he took the sin upon the world. He was that scapegoat. He took his sins upon on uh, took our sins upon him so that we could have eternal life. And so so many people are so worried about their physical appetites, which hey, I don't have no room to talk. I'm I'm a fat boy and I like to eat. There's no doubt about that. But uh, you know, we need to be looking at our spiritual nourishment. And there's a lot of uh, anemic, a lot of um uh, of uh, 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 Shoot, once my eyes went blank. Um, not bulimic, but anorexic. There you go, anorexic Christians out there uh, who are not uh, feasting upon the bread of life, feasting upon God's word daily and, and growing in that spiritual nourishment. You know, well, there's a lot of emphasis uh, today on uh, diet and exercise, a lot of emphasis on eating right, and, uh, and that is good. You know, we need to, uh, this is the body's the temple. We need to try to pursue those things. It's, it comes easier to some than others. I know for me, I've exercised and worked out for many years, uh, since I was 13 years old, so 34 years, I have dieted and starved myself and worked out to hours uh, upon hours. And uh, you know what? In the end, I am uh, fat and uh, my where I have worked out uh, and pushed myself beyond limits. Uh, my knees wore out. I can't hardly run anymore. I, my wife could tell I mow and after I get down mowing and I can all I can do to walk. And it's just uh, because I've just torn my body up trying to pursue the physical because uh, trying to live up to the world standards of what I thought I was supposed to look at, look at, look, look, supposed to look like. <laughs> What's the matter with me this morning? But uh, supposed to look like. But you know what? 
Maybe it's just getting older, but I just got to the point, you know what? I don't give a rip what anybody thinks. If I'm fat, I'm fat. If I'm thin, I'm thin. I don't care. If I'm happy, you know what? That's what matters. But anyway, I'm getting off course there just a little bit. I think that we're worse, too worried about getting the world's affirmation than worrying about following after Jesus Christ. And you know what? It's if we put half the amount of time we put in our spiritual journey as we do in our physical uh, looks, imagine what powerful Christians we could be. Instead of worrying, you know, we need to, like I said, I'm not putting down exercise and dieting. That's important. We are to take care of the body. But there's too much emphasis on this temporal body. We need to make sure that we're looking at the eternal and that we're giving proper nourishment to our spiritual selves. And that's what's important. And that, in the end, is what all that matters. Are you being nourished? Are you understanding the bread of life? Are you understanding the life-giving uh, word that Jesus Christ has given us, that God has given us? Uh, I was uh, <clears throat> talking to an individual uh, on uh, here on Facebook yesterday, and she was um, uh, concerned that uh, the translations have been lost over the years. How do we know we have an accurate Bible? Of course, you go like, look at the Textus Receptus. You can look at uh, uh, the Qumran um, uh, community. Uh, you can see there in the caves that uh, the, the scrolls that were found there. There was Isaiah, Jeremiah, I want to say Esther, and uh, may have been Job. I can't remember uh, directly. But we see that nothing has been lost. It's been painstakingly preserved throughout the years that we have lost nothing in translation. And uh, so that we know that the, the Bible we have is the true word of God that, that he wanted us to know and to learn and glean from. There is the pseudepigrapha. There is, uh, you know, what they consider the lost books of the Bible. But those proved to be forgeries proved not to be uh, uh, the uh, the inspired Word of God, and so that's why those uh, books are not included into our Bibles. But that's why we need to uh, uh, make sure that we are taking part in, in learning and growing and feeding our spiritual side, that uh, we are not neglecting that. <clears throat> and I think that's the problem. We're so focused on the things of this world. Distraction, distraction, distraction. That's what the devil's about. We're so focused on this world that we're quickly uh, willing to replace the promises of God with the promises of the world. Whatever is, is uh, the, that uh, seeking after that fleeting uh, feeling of pleasure uh, that uh, the world may give, but we need to make sure we're seeking out the long-lasting joy and peace and pleasure that God Almighty is giving us. And so let's not trade those promises for a false promise, but stick to the true promise of the Word of God, the bread of life. Let's make sure that we are taking part of this daily and spending that time in the Word and in prayer. And if we can do that, see, all this going on in the world right now is because of sin. And as long as sin exists, Racism will exist. Hate will exist. Murder will exist. But that's why we have to focus on the things of God, focus on the fruits of the Spirit, and focus on the fact that uh, you know we need to engage in the world and tell others about the love of Jesus Christ so that one day we will stand before God Almighty and maybe we will hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Let us that close in prayer. Now, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day that you've blessed us with. Thank you for your grace, your mercy. Uh, Lord, help us uh, to seek after you daily. Lord, let us 
uh, make sure that we are not anorexic when it comes to the, to the Word of God, that we're taking part uh, of that bread of life, that we are feeding and nourishing our spiritual side, and we're not neglecting that. Uh, Lord, let us grow, let us learn, let us uh, strive for spiritual maturity. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us. God, and watch will protect us this day. And Lord, uh, be with this nation. Bring peace upon our land. And Lord, help us uh, to be a witness, be a, be a light in this world of darkness. Let us serve you well. And touch hearts and minds of this nation. Let people come to learn to know you before it's too late. Lord, be with uh, our sister in Christ, Kim Penix. Pray you be with Ginger Hood, Troy Hood, and his cousin. Uh, pray you be with Ron and Thelma Thompson. Uh, pray, Lord Jesus, that you will be with Murph, Roger Winters. Pray you be with Wendy Lee. And uh, Lord, pray you be with so many uh, that uh, send me prayer requests daily. Be with our police officers. Give them protection like never before about them and their family. Let them know that they are indeed loved, needed, and appreciated. And Lord, be with our president. Give him proper wisdom and discernment during this difficult time. And Lord, be in protection about him and his family. Lord, we thank you. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Appreciate all you guys and gals watching this morning. And I uh, hope everybody has a great day today. And uh, sorry for the, uh, <clears throat> uh, if you want to call it an opening monologue, if you will. Uh, just frustrated with things going on, like many of you. Just frustrated with things that's going on right now. And, and frustrated that there is an attack, I feel like, on my southern heritage and culture. And uh, yes, there was bad things that happened. On both sides, whether you're from the north or from the south, there, there, you know, you can. There's a lot of bad that went on, but um, but we have to understand uh, some of the symbols of things that uh, uh, that are good that uh, bring about uh, pride in, in where we live and what we're doing, and pride in this country, and to see how this country has evolved. Uh, I was called a racist yesterday, and I was thinking, you know what? My grandmother is Japanese, and uh, uh, I was uh, bullied beyond belief as a kid, and I am one of the least racist people you'll ever meet. I, I hate racism of any kind, but you can't reject history just because you don't like it and it doesn't uh, uh, agree uh, with your sensibilities. And uh, so, uh, you know what? The truth will stand when the world's on fire. So uh, I think there's too many, as Dr. Phil would say, there's too many right fighters out there So uh, and not getting the truth. But anyway, if you would like to share these devotions uh, here on social media, friends or family can find me here at Dr. Young 77. And or if you do not, if your friends or family do not do social media, they can find me on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. You watch all the devotions there. And lastly, as always, you can, uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Dog Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, and you can listen to all the devotions, all of our sermons and podcasts. And right there, it's audio only as you're going out and about your day. But uh, I appreciate y'all watching. And uh, now, for the, just for the summertime only, I think me and Brandy's going to take a little break from uh, the podcast. Uh, uh, just because so many people with the summertime, people are traveling, they're outside working in the yards, there's so much going on. So I think when uh, when school starts back, we'll pick back up and hit those podcasts again on Saturdays. And uh, so we'll be looking out for those. So I uh, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Thank you.